the Grisha cast is currently covering Ninth House, an adult novel. This is a change from our normal young adult podcast. Please keep this in mind when listening to this episode with children. We will let you know when we return to young adult content. And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 122. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 9 through 11 in Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our queen of the greys, Lee Bardugo. Moisavienni casters. Hi. Woo. <laughs> So, we have some listener cities. We do. Mm-hmm. First up, we have Salem, Oregon. Woo! Yay! Yes, come on, bring it. And then we're going to Geraldton, Australia. Woo! Yay! Thank you all. Yes, thank you. I love the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that I um, said in the intro that we will be discussing chapters 9 through 11 in Lee Bardugo's ninth house. Well, you know... We're going to dive on in it. It's, um... It's like every week is the first week. <laughs> it sure is. It's like we forget what we're doing every single time. <laughs> and just in case you guys are wondering what happened, and if in case like I'm somehow just in doing a barbecue in someone's like, I don't know, city backyard, I'm not. Um, this is a background. Oh, only for people watching on YouTube. Yeah, the nine of you can enjoy the actual visual effects of this is actually real manuscript the actual manuscript and don't you love how i did this it's actually <laughs> that that's the it's- wrong that's not it um but behind me however if you can act you can't because i'm blocking it there actually is a circle that is in like i guess they did a painting um originally it was just like this circle it's really neat i didn't know that you can actually find some of that actual this is the manuscript tomb now, you can't get pictures of the inside, <laughs> but, oh, I think Chris is, would you like me to, to... Uh, it's not an easy circle to see, so you'd have to, like, kind of pause and see, oh, it's a little very shadow. light, yes, I think it used to be darker a long time ago, well, I was the idiot that almost did this, <laughs> I those. almost turned my head For those to of... look behind you, <laughs> she, yes, well, that's not going to work. No, but it's okay. It it's neat. Not you turning. Sorry, the the, <laughs> the circle. Yes, the, the the building and the circle. It's cool. Although I do find it funny because there are not a lot of images of manuscript. I mean, actually, I think this is the only one that I could find. So not many, as in one. And um, <laughs> there were a lot of others, like really cool pictures of other tombs. Um, Ones that we will be reading about, and we'll show those later. But this is the only one they had a manuscript, and um, but it was a secret. Yeah, it is. And online, it's like the rich elite of Yale. I mean, yeah, I think that's so interesting that we actually have like real. This is these are real mm-hmm. places. I just find it so fascinating. So, anyways, yeah, I'm gonna be in my barbecue. 
Yeah, it does talk. look like you're just in some neighbor's yard. Yep. <laughs> just drinking some tea. <laughs> some northeastern neighborhood. Yeah. Or um, Chris has kicked me out and it's just me and my bookshelf. <laughs> just <laughs> as long as I got my books. As long as you have your books, everything is okay. I mean, hey, I've got the shade. This tree is like uh-huh. nice. And yeah. yeah, I got the neighbors next door. No, dang, I did the wrong. I did it. Yeah, neighbors <laughs> next door. I wonder what they think. Well, one, they probably think I'm crazy, but um, okay, let's come into reality. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, good. Yeah, I Work. start a new job on Monday. I'm so excited. We are very excited for you. You deserve yes. this. Thanks. And it's a really awesome job. It is. I will be um, working with an organization that rehabilitates and educates uh, those who are incarcerated. So it's a it's a big social justice organization, um, and I'm very excited to. Um, it's a big jump mm-hmm. uh, career-wise and salary-wise, and to be able to work with these people at the same time is just, it's more than I thought was going to happen right. and more than I could have hoped for. So I'm very excited. I, I feel mm-hmm. like uh, I've it's it's a growth in my career, but I also feel like I'm going to grow as a person too, being surrounded by all of these smart people that are fighting for rights and yeah i'm very i'm very excited absolutely and of course you're gonna grow it's like um you're gonna it's so new and it's different and you're gonna love it and you're gonna do so good at it and i um i'm so happy for you i'm i'm thrilled i um part of the it was a month-long interview process i had applied for a different position and it took a month and in one of the interviews, um, one of the questions was, uh, what can you explain to somebody that might be a difficult concept and not a popular concept or one that's hard to hear? And that question, I sat there and stared at them. Like, what? <laughs> that is a crazy question. And the only thing I could think about was a conversation I had had two days earlier about uh pronouns for transgendered and non-binary people and so i said that and i was like that's that could be a risk it could um it could really (laughs) potentially be the nail in the coffin if there was one if they don't agree um but i thought i might be with the wrong i might be with the right people Mm -hmm. um and in the interview there was um there was a man who had previously been incarcerated and he does work for them now, which I think it's incredible awesome. that they hire yes. uh, previously incarcerated people. And um, he had a big smile on his face during this conversation. And he said, you're going to be such an asset because you have no idea how many trans people are in this prison system. Yeah. And so then he had all these follow-up questions and so I got to have this really great conversation about sticking up for students or people we'd be working with, yeah. uh, with administration, if with the, with the administration using the wrong pronouns or wrong names or things like that. And um, it was great to be able wow. to incorporate that into an interview and that be such a positive thing. So I feel like I'm in the right place. You definitely are. And that's, that's awesome. And it, 
it is so amazing because you are i'm glad you brought that you gave that answer because i mean if you would have been with the wrong people if Mm -hmm. it was the opposite but i think that's awesome and it 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 feels good when one you enjoy your job but to be able to also work with people that you can work with like well and you have a when your job has to do with like a mission like yours and it's very important that you guys all see eye to eye. So I'm excited for everybody that you're going to help. And I think that's great. Oh, thank you. You deserve all of it and you're going to do so wonderful. And while you're helping people, I'll um, unfortunately be sending people. Well, yes. Well, <laughs> I think we work on we're going to work on two opposite yeah. ends of the However, of that spectrum. <laughs> I'm not the one that does it. It's no. just yep. You just the paperwork and the, yeah. yeah. If well, that's not my main job. <clears throat> it just happens to be that if you do have a warrant, then mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, and you come to my window and we do notice. I kind of got to do something, and yeah. it used to break my heart. I mean, it's still yeah. like it's still sad and hard for and but I'm. I've gotten better at it. Um, I just, it's hard, especially some of these, be- like my job, people are not coming to my window to get ar- arrested. <laughs> right. Like, so yeah. it's always a surprise and I hate like, so there's no good. And I'm sorry, there is no easy or nice way to tell someone. So <laughs> I don't need you to move or run away uh, you know it's just it's horrible it's so bad i i've gotten better at i used to be terrified of it i used to oh yeah i can't even imagine and then i had this one absolutely horrible experience which i think it would have broke other people's hearts too um there are people that get upset obviously but there was this one person that had that came to my window that obviously had some mental things going like i mean they just um i don't know exactly what it was and they were very sweet and very kind you could just tell that there was um definitely just some they weren't seeing a doctor they weren't on like i mean they just how am i saying this how am i trying to what am i trying to say they had some difficulties yeah Mm -hmm. and i and they had a warrant of course Mm -hmm. and it was oh my god it was one hard because like this person actually started connecting like i mean i think because they were very scared i can't remember what it was like this is before i told them and i think so they were like staring my eyes and then when it actually had to happen um it got very i i had to actually leave because they were screaming so Mm. loud this poor person was being like freaked out and i understand but like they were it took a lot of people to get this person away it was sad so it's hard. Yeah. It's it's tough. And I felt so and I don't know what happened and like um but that's gotta be terrifying. I wish there was a way that I don't know. You I I, I hate that the some people have to get handcuffed. Well, you do have to get handcuffed. Yeah. Um and some people are luckier than others. Some people I get to tell, oh well, you know, you, you missed your court date, but hey, they actually ROR'd you so you actually just get to pretty much just get booked and walk back out but not everybody gets that mm. um, and the amount of money that people spend to people to get people out yeah oh my gosh yeah it's a lot and they leverage their entire lives against it too it's a yeah I 
probably gotta be careful with what I say, so I should probably stop <laughs> where I was about to go. But um, yeah, it's um, it's really crazy, mm-hmm. especially um, some of the things. See, I'm finally like I really enjoy my job, but I think it's because it challenged me, and I wanted to get it, and like, but it just I didn't think I was going to, but I like, luckily like. <laughs> I kept going and I kept trying really hard and I finally understand it now. I think the court system is fascinating. It's not, I'm not saying in any way that I agree with right. some of the things. I'm just saying it's fascinating. Right, to understand the process and, yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. so much to it. There's just some so crazy little laws out there that you don't even, that so many people don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet a lot of people don't even know that if you, I think this is normal, but if you get a traffic ticket, you have a court date. Yeah. So look on your traffic tickets, peeps. Because <laughs> if you don't pay it, you might miss it. Although you won't get arrested if you do. <laughs> Anyways. No. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, we're working on opposite sides, girl. We are. You're kind of at the beginning of it and I'm at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely am like you, though. I'm, I always am trying to help and I don't want, and there are people I remember telling me that that's going to fade and you will not. It won't bother you so much. Like, I mean, when you have to do, but that has never faded. I will. And you don't want it to. Exactly. Like these are human beings. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't care who you are and anybody that comes to my window and is a human being deserves respect. And I think every single one of us in this world has done something illegal, whether it be small or large or whatever there are always situations like when you brought up the actually like there's so many trans people in prison and that's so true and the reason for that is just because of that that is if you decide to live your truth when you're trans you're taking a huge risk which i hate that but you're taking it in there are so many different things that sometimes you have to do illegal things just to survive and that is so sad. Yeah, I think they find fellowship in the wrong place a lot of times just because they're looking for somewhere to yes. belong. Um, my foster brother wasn't trans, but he was gay, and that happened to him um, where he was just trying to find, uh, you know, fellowship in yeah. really anything, and it just happened to be in the wrong crowd. So it happens, and everyone makes mistakes, and uh, we're only human. And we need to treat everyone as a human. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to. I won't be really working face to face with the students. I was going to with the job that I uh, initially apply, uh, that I initially applied to, um, but they they had this other offer for me that I couldn't refuse. But uh, the uh, the director emailed me and said that she thinks that I would be a huge asset to the students and that she hopes that I will go with her sometime. They call it behind the wall. They don't call it really That's prison awesome. or they just call it like there's students behind the wall. Wow. Um, That's incredible. So she said, she, uh, she said that she hopes that I'll go behind the wall with her um, whenever I want to. And I'm like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Cause she's, she's like, they'll love you. She's like, you have such a great personality and they're going to, they're just going to love talking to you. So they go to three different prisons. There's like a max yeah. men's and then a medium women's and a medium men's. And uh, I think it's just going to be 
going to be an incredible it's job. Gonna, it's going to be a great experience. It and, is. Uh, I'm very, very happy that that's going to be the next chapter because I'm kind of in this stage of growth currently mm -hmm. anyway. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's age related or <laughs> yeah. whatever else, but I'm in this kind of like growth period anyway. And I think that that's just, that's just going to enhance it. I have been trying to find a job for years and uh, this kind of fell into my lap and I, the universe was uh, looking out for me. Yeah. I think, because I think, I don't think I would be happy working in some corporation uh, doing some, I don't know, the same yeah. kind of stuff I've always been doing just in a, a sad office space. So I'm very happy. They have all these uh, picnics and events where they bring in um, rehabilitated prisoners mm -hmm. and their families and they provide, you know, meals, entertainment and all these things. And That's... I just, it's just so cool. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it takes I agree. I think I'm in the exact same place. I think I'm in a place of growth, which is, except I think you're accepting. I'm kind of like, I think the universe is making things for me happen. <laughs> However, um, the job thing, when you and I finally reunited again after mm -hmm. like high school, like we both were in places that I think we both wanted more. Like I was in the beginning, like, I mean, but you have to start somewhere. That's yes. the thing. Like you can't just... Yeah, you know, you like, I didn't know what type of job I wanted, like, and you have to kind of figure that out. And some jobs, like, I mean, I remember getting jobs that I was really excited about. And then, you know, they didn't turn out the way that it looked all shiny mm -hmm. and bright on the outside. But then, like, actually getting in there is like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's nice to know that both of us, I think, I find, like, I'm I'm very comfortable and happy with what I mm -hmm with where I am, but it took a lot and it's about like, just, we both had to persevere through it. We had to keep trying and we has also couldn't complain about starting where we started and getting, no. having the jobs that you didn't enjoy. So that's a good lesson for you <laughs> kids out there. Yeah. In my exit interview, uh, for the current job I'm in, the, the HR lady that was given the interview, she said, you know, I've been meaning to say something. You're a much different person today than you were when you first started and I said I don't know how I don't know how deep you want me to go with that but yes <laughs> 100% I'm a totally different person um yes ma'am <laughs> and I said the short story is is that I lived a lie for a very long long time and um I'm just now to the point to where I'm showing everybody like who I really am now I'm not trying to be the perfect person that I thought everyone wanted or that that was what was going to get me ahead or, right. or anything. So, um, and that's kind of the fun thing now about starting over with a new job too, is because during the whole interview process, I was just like, screw it. I'm going to be my awkward, weird, gay <laughs> self. Be who you are, be your truth. <laughs> and, um, and they've just embraced it. Like there's been several times where I've been like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Mm. Um, but they've just fully embraced it. And uh, so I'm like, all right, okay. So this is this is what's right currently. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And I don't think you are living a lie either. I think, and it actually took my sponsor when I was in, I've talked about being sober on this podcast, but my sponsor when I was in, 
a fellowship that I'm no longer a part of. I'm part of another one. But anyways, my sponsor, who I still talk to, um, I remember when I was doing my, like, inventory for the first time, and it's, like, write down all this, like, pretty much, like, everything bad you've ever done. <laughs> um, and I remember that I did it a second time, like, a couple years later or something, and I was telling her, like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I didn't put this in my first one. And I thought about it, but I just wasn't... I couldn't do it. And I and I was saying, I was like, I felt like I lied. And she said, no, Eric, you were as honest and truthful as you could be and at that exact moment in your life. And I I thought about that, and that's absolutely true. It's just like, I mean, that's, that's where I was. That's as honest, and that's who I thought, you know, I mean, so she's got to grow, girl. Mm-hmm. We should start, you know, such an another podcast where we just um, we help more people, and um, yeah, it could be like Oprah. Mm. <laughs> yes, because that's what we're gonna go to. Yes, that's <laughs> from Grisha casts to uh, wow, from YA fantasy yeah. to life advice, <laughs> self help. Yes, with Terry and Eric, <laughs> and still that would be, be horrifying. Gay. <laughs> just really it's just fun, gonna though. be us talking about ourselves really is <laughs> and just telling you to do whatever you want and yes <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna answer that for you sorry <laughs> you figure it out it would be fun to read those questions though oh yeah i could see that so we should probably get started this is a very long intro but we did hey. go hey it is what it is yeah so thank you guys for listening um Okay, so first off, yay, love where we're starting, um, and I ended last week with asking you a question, and our listeners, what would your go-to death words be? Did you think about that, girl? I did. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I kind of, like, didn't know whether you would or not. I was like, I don't know whether she's going to remember. Or, and- I knew what I was going to do instantly. Oh, okay. Well, bring it. What do you got? Edgar Allan Poe, he has a poem called Spirits of the Dead. Okay. The very first section, thy soul shall find itself alone (laughs) mid dark thoughts of the gray tombstone. Ooh, Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) Not one of all the crowd to pry into thine hour of secrecy. So that would be, I mean, there's a lot more in the poem, but, um, but yeah. That's the first thing I thought of when I thought of like death. Okay. Was uh, definitely Edgar Allan Poe because he is like the god of death. He's the, isn't he just like King Goth? Yes. I really feel like he was like the very first Goth (laughs) ever to like put pen to paper and like whenever you read his stuff, it's just, it screams it to me. It's so dark. But it's like, it's gorgeous. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, and like that, the telltale heart is just a masterpiece. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's what I thought of with Spirits of the Dead. Okay. Well, good. Because we've got um, Alone, we've got Tombstone. So, oh, yeah. There's yeah. definitely a lot in there that would mm-hmm. get Grace to go away. Yeah. So I've got two. And so my first one is from Robin Williams. Death is nature's way of saying, your table is ready. <laughs> Yours is so much happier than mine. 
<laughs> but it's really funny. I'm sorry. I just love it. Your table's ready, honey. <laughs> okay. And then the other one, I don't know if it's really that funny, but it's by Neil Gaiman, which is another mm-hmm. author that I love. Um, everyone is going to be dead one day. Just give them time. It's kind of funny. At the end, just give them time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's truth. It is truth. And, yeah. The band that's on my hat, their Ooh. their big uh, motto is, till we dead. Till we dead. So that's how they end every letter to me and everything. Is, is, that's, that's what they say. It's till we dead. So, uh-huh. I mean, accurate. We're all going to be there someday. So, um, I wonder if this is the same. So we've got somebody else commented and gave a, and told us what their death words were. And this is a segment from an Edgar Allan Poe. However, it says, Oh God, can I not grasp them with a tighter clasp? Oh God, can I not save one from the pitiless wave? Is all that we see or seem but a dream within a dream? Is that the same one? No, that's the dream within a dream. Okay. Well, thank you, Tarot by Joseph. Yes, Mm -hmm. we're on the same wavelength. You sure are. That's awesome. So, yes, um, that was fun. I lo- I, I love that. And I've, whenever we're just kind of like we read about the death words, I was like, well, that wouldn't be easy. You would have to like, of course, like nobody just knows that off the bat. You would have yeah, to. I, if if somebody if if somebody was just like go, I wouldn't know what to say immediately. I would just be like, Dad. tombstone skeleton graveyard. Yeah, <laughs> all black. Everybody, <laughs> hell, will. I would have hell. no idea. Like, because death is hell. <laughs> hell. Hell. <laughs> Satan. <sighs> okay. Yes, I'm okay. Anyways, so um, well, cool. If anybody else has any death words, send them our way. We'd love to read them and see what you got. Um, so, um. What'd you think? Did you like, I mean, this book is definitely coming. Oh yeah. Things are happening. It is. Uh. It's, um, this is a very cool segment. Yeah. Um, and we obviously we're learning a lot more about, mm-hmm. I like that we're learning more about the world too. Um, and we've got, um, Dawes, one of our characters is actually starting to get, I don't know, more interesting, I think. Yeah. She's in this section a little more. So getting yeah. to know her. Which is awesome. I love how mm-hmm. snap, snappy she gets. Yeah, I'm in the turtle mode talking about snaps. <laughs> but, um, yeah. We learn from this section, too, that Alex and Darlington clearly had a thing going on. I think it was hinted at before, but this is like, it is, it's, it's very obvious. Because they talk about his body wrapped around mine and... There's some crush. There's maybe some, I would say, like, crushing that we see. I wouldn't say that we know that they're together or anything, but they're definitely looking at one another. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Or am I wrong? There was a thing, is what I have on my notes. It's just a A thing. thing. A thing. Well, it is a thing. It's a thing. Okay. (laughs) And I love that we're still learning about Darlington, and he just becomes more and more appealing, but yet we also still know from the way this was written... We don't know where he is, and it's actually getting more scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have 
uh, it's from the beginning of chapter nine. I wrote down this quote. Um, Sandow had said he might still be alive. Right. That they could bring him back. He'd said all they needed was a new moon, the right magic, and everything would be the way it had been before. Um, You want to run into my mic again? Would that make you smile? (laughs) I can. So that's, I think, the most, what do I want to say? The most pointedly we've heard that he's in the weird space. He's not in Spain. Because it's been in this weird... Because, yeah, the next one was Darlington was not in Spain. <laughs> he was not home. He was never coming home. And it was all Alex's fault. Exactly. And see, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. We got that hint um, that Alex has something to mm-hmm. do with she it. did something. Or she was a part of it. Uh-huh. Or somehow, like... She's, she feels guilty. Exactly. I don't mm-hmm. believe that she probably did anything because I can... I don't know. I mean, from where I, we are right now. So currently, Dean Shadow is like really sus to me. So I know with we can skip around, so we can start wherever we want. I mean, just from that conversation where he's talking about he might still be live, and we could do all this. Just even from that and stuff from before, I just I've gotten a weird sense about Dean Shadow. But I also know Lee's writing, and I know she likes to deflect. And make you think that it's somebody and then it's somebody else. So, like, I know that currently we're supposed to feel sus about Dean Shadow. But but I know Lee. And so I know that it's probably not him. Yeah. It's... He's definitely... Like, I mean, he... He's definitely just the top... Like, I mean, isn't he pretty much, like, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, the head... Of the like secret societies, yeah. Right? Okay, Kinda, yeah. He's the I mean, president. Dean. De- oh, yeah. Is he- oh, well, yeah. He's Dean. Dean Shadow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want to know? No, nope. not gonna express that. That would embarrass. <laughs> yep, I didn't even put that together. This is my second time reading it. I've literally <laughs> thought his name was Dean because I know Deans, and I just thought of the Dean. Yeah, I'm just letting it all out. I'm living my truth, letting you all know. Right? Mm-hmm. Get it. I will. Oh, <laughs> I bless. know. It's cute. I mean, bless. <laughs> yeah, it really I is. I work in a college, so it's like Maybe that's probably it. more obvious to me. I hope so. <laughs> so I'm not going to, I mean, I can't. Yeah. Well, I can't judge because I work with a dean. Yeah. Like well, I'm the dean's assistant. So um, it's it was super obvious to me. So I'm not going to. Well, it's not a secret. It it shouldn't be a secret in the book either. I mean, he, they call him Dean because he's a Dean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if you didn't catch on, that's okay. I didn't either. Um, <laughs> We're any, all learning together. We oh, Apparently. Yes, yes. We are growing. Mm-hmm. So um, other cool things I think is we learned, like, I mean, um, one, we... Last week, we know that Alex was able to be, like, have the Greys touch her and feel it. This section is way more than, like, I mean, she gets Yeah, we end this chapter. Feet out. Like, I mean, she almost gets pretty much killed. Yeah, it's crazy. I call him a bug Grey. (laughs) Because he's got that bug that 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the moment that she realizes it's a gray. He's got the feelers. <laughs> I can't. It's creepy. He, oh, oh, my God. I don't even think I can get the words out. I have that weird feeling in my throat. Um, But, yeah, he's, yeah, bugs. And uh, yeah. he grabs her. And beats the living hell out of her. And pretty pushes much- her into traffic. Yeah. And tries to. He tries to kill her. The whole time, like, I was concerned for her. I mean, I know she's not going to die because, like, we're in the middle she's of the She's our book. main character. Yeah. Um, but all I can think about is what that would look like <laughs> to the outside world. Well, Like, and- imagine being somebody just walking down the sidewalk and seeing this, like, young adult woman <laughs> getting, like, yeah. thrown around fighting this imaginary thing. In traffic. Yes. It, you would think she was on drugs. Oh, wait. I Anyway. Um, <laughs> well. But this, they, they bring it up. You're right. Yeah. So I, um, but he blows this red dust. This red mist that is. Into her face. And yeah. And she breathes it in. And it's just, it's really weird. It does. I don't know. I, I wonder if everyone could see the red dust. I don't think so because I, when they, you know, because she she got rescued. The only way she survived is because another gray actually stepped in. The bridegroom. Yes. The bridegroom. And we don't know whether he was actually trying to help Alex or was Mm -hmm. just trying to fight. But they like the description that Lee gives when they're fighting and going through walls and everything is like she feels and hears the vibration, but she comments she knows nobody can see or hear anything. So I think that that red dust can't be seen. However, I I know what you're getting at now because I mean, it's this weird. So we, one, we learn also this isn't a typical gray. Um, yeah, she said he feels like glass when she goes to grab him. And the, the way that he looked, too. Mm-hmm. And because he, she stumbles to, um, where did she go? It's not Iblestom. It's her, the hutch. Is that where she? She was running to the hutch. Yeah. But she was at like a convenience store. Right. <laughs> but she got. <laughs> She's just trying to get a beverage. She is. And some snacks. Yep. Um, but Dawes <laughs> helps her. And Dawes uh-huh. then is the one that helps her realize that this weird gray actually has a name. Mm-hmm. Gluma. Mm-hmm. Which is, and it's um, a messenger, right? Like a messenger from it the is, veil? It's somebody who has just died recently that's been sent back. Okay. So it's, it's a- from what I got from the readings. And it's, and there's a specific house that also uses them as messengers. Um, one of the societies, I can't remember. Um, They're all something in something, and I can't keep up with them. It's okay. <laughs> I can't either. But, but Dawes, um, anyway, so when she gets to Dawes, she's throwing up bugs. Bugs. She's like just retching and like vomiting, and because it's just he, this big pile of bugs. Who couldn't? I if I threw up bugs, I would continue to vomit until I was dead. I would just lay down and be like, "I'm done. <laughs> I, take me now. I'm done." Uh, but okay. Dawes saves her and has her drink this thing. 
Oh she my says, god! Because she says like it's eating her from the inside. Ow. <laughs> yeah, these bugs are eating. They're she calls them something else, but they're um, book and snake. By the way, is who does mm-hmm. says uses them. Um, so that's a hint, by the way. But um, she also gives them a name. Like they're called something, and like these bugs, and they were used. I don't know for a long time, but. So, like, clean corpses and... Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and she, and I guess the way to help the burning or something was making this, this this concoction of spider something and eggs and milk and goulash and I don't know. Yeah, that was the second drink. Yeah, the first drink. I don't know what was in the first. Oh, I don't okay. know what was in the first drink. The second one was to help the burning. That's yeah. right. That when she woke up. Because she had to, like, she had to take a drink to burn them all out and then the second drink was to help the burning but yeah the second drink had like spider eggs spider eggs or something and sit and <laughs> even the word thickening was in there uh, like something to thicken i was like yes, okay done spider Mm-mm. eggs to thicken <laughs> oh god Ugh. i'm trying okay well Whew. <laughs> things have definitely taken a turn a big turn <laughs> Big turn. So, but when she takes that drink from Dawes, she's out. Yeah. And we, she also says, like, this was a big hint for her because now she knows that she's onto something. Because. Yeah. Why else would someone send someone to kill her? Uh-huh. Specifically, and it's not someone, it's a, it's a type of, it's a thing from the magical world, so it's got to be from the society, and all she's done so far is go to the morgue, right? Isn't, isn't that all she's really done in the investigating? Yeah. I feel like that anybody else can know. Yeah. So they just, so someone's seen something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, ugh, bugs. <laughs> so in true, like, Lee fashion, we get this, like, climax of events, and then poof, Boop. it goes to somewhere else. <laughs> we go back to Darlington. And I love this chapter though yeah, because I do too. it it is definitely through Darlington's like perspective. Mm-hmm. But I love the visit that they have. They like when it's him and it's them like him teaching Alex and I love that it they go to this really cool party. It sounds well, so I neat. love the story he talks about internally before Alex comes into it about the roller coaster. I love that story. The ghost roller coaster, right? Yeah, where he, um, the, like, it was his first taste of that there could be this other world mm-hmm. um, where they're with these boys and all the boys are, like, at a lake and they're like, there could be a boat and we could go fast and we could go skiing and, uh, and this one kid's like, we could go to that roller coaster over there. And everybody's like, what? Excuse what me. roller coaster, dude? You're weird. And he's like, uh, just kidding, bro. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, Darlington sees the article that uh, there was a roller coaster there at some point. Yeah. So I feel like that was that pivotal moment in his life to kind of put him on this journey of I must see these creatures. <laughs> I must see the other world. Absolutely. Once you get a hint that something is there like that. Yeah. I love his father's like, stop trying to turn him into a Catholic. <laughs> it's something like that. Yeah. Don't quote me. But that was what his father's uh-huh. to me. 
Um, yeah. There, so I thought that was a really cute, like fun. It is. It definitely is. It gives you like this, um, you know, that it started young. I mean, Darlington seems very like he's very professional. Yeah. And knows a lot and is very like organized, but definitely like care. Like I feel loves Leafy, loves Leafy, mm-hmm. loves the secret societies. Um, probably more than a lot of people do. But he's also got this like desperation of like he wants to see these things so bad because mm-hmm. he said he thought that if he stood there long enough and be involved with it long enough that like everything would show itself. And um, I feel like we've all been there at some point. I think I'm still there. Like, I mean, like I, you know, you want to see that like if someone else says they can see like magic in the air, like, and that's what you always like, my God, I love fan. Like, my God. Yeah. I would love to, I would sit there and do whatever I had to do. Yeah. It's neat. But yeah. So of course he's obsessed with Alex Mm -hmm. because she can. And, and they they go to the manuscript party, which is why right behind me. Eric's ready for the it's tour. My, yeah, I am. I'm in line. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd want to go to that party, though. Well, it does just look... Anybody want to say I got selling barbecue out here? No. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's eight levels. Yeah. And everything is glamoured. And he's like, don't drink, don't eat, don't do anything. Um, it's Halloween. It's ha- Yes. And that's Halloween. So creepy. So cool. Um, and he's uh, there was a a past event where a girl did eat or drink something, and she turned into a tiger <laughs> and never stopped. And never, <laughs> she lives in a cage. Yeah, her parent <laughs> like yeah, she's got like all this land she can run on and eats raw meat twice a day, mm-hmm. um, and attacks postmen and yeah, yeah, it's. So one thing that I think is really interesting in the way Lee is presenting this is she. Every t- we're learning about these houses, and we're learning about their special, like the different the the different types of magic that they can use. And I think it's really neat that this one is all about illusions, and it's I think it's really cool because also this is not they're also doing kind. Of, it's not a ceremony. It's not like the prognostication, mm-hmm. and it's not considered a right. It's called a they're having like a culling is the way that Darlington says it. And pretty much they're getting the magic and energy from all the illusions happening. Right. Like it's like, um, he said, he explained it as like, because on, on Halloween, um, basically the illusions where you're, you're trying to be someone different mm-hmm. and it's exciting and it's thrilling. And, um, he even talked about like the sweat and the yeah. everything and the like, cause you're believing in magic during this time. And so, yeah, that the, they're kind of, they're charging their batteries kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But they're also on this stuff called Merity. Some of them. Yeah. It makes your tongue purple. Um, they willingly take it though. My favorite quote mm-hmm. of this reading came from this chapter. Um, because Alex is dressed as a character from oh. Shakespeare, and um, he's looking at her, mm-hmm. and he says maybe he wanted her to be the kind of girl who dressed as Queen Mab, who loved words and had stars in her blood. 
it's beautiful. That is such a great quote. I know. Um. So yeah. And I love uh, Queen he's, uh, So he's looking at her, and he he's so careful because he's like, "Don't drink that. Don't do this. Don't do that." What happens? And then Boom. he starts getting saucy. Yeah. So it's funny. He's. He's more used to this than anything, but he's being so protective of Alex mm-hmm. that he he takes something. Like, I mean, they're so protective, they're not even letting them stamp, put the ink of the stamp yeah. on their hand, because he's like, no, the ink could have something in it. <laughs> but they, um, yeah, they put it in the fog machine. Yes. He walks down the stairs and gets a face full of fog machine, and the next thing he knows... He's on his knees with his face all up in Alex's panties. Goodness. <laughs> Which is so not like Darling. <laughs> no. And imagine if just like randomly, like, I mean, your tutor just, <laughs> mm-hmm. just I, in the middle of teaching you. And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, game changer. <laughs> Take, yeah. Like, I mean, it's crazy. I think yeah. it's funny. It's. Uh, yes it's something but i think because i think he was already kind of looking at her some kind of way but i think he was trying not to but i think that really pushed him because he talks about like afterwards where they're in bed together yeah (laughs) nothing sexual but like they were she's she's putting him like to bed and he's just like oh (laughs) yeah I love, like, this chapter I thought was neat because the different levels that were described, like, mm-hmm. I just, the illusions is, I love to see the magic. Um, however, it does at the same time, I would not go in there. No. I, that's terrifying. No. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I have control issues. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. So, it's weird. Um, but neat. So, we got that little snippet. And then we found, we get back to the other story. Mm-hmm. And now we've got, um, yeah, this is where you're. I was about to say Queen Shadow, but not Dean's Shadow. Dean Shadow. Dean Sandow. <laughs> yeah, this is where... Okay, so this is one of my favorite parts that we read just because... Um, and it's not. I'm not doing a quote, but it does... They're talking about the event that happened to mm-hmm. Alex, and it's a gloomer, and then, like, I don't know whether it was... Which one of them was trying to say gloomas, but Dawes interrupts and says... Glume. <laughs> like, excuse me. Mm-mm. That's the proper plural. Glume. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. I don't care what you're doing. There is no S at the end of gluma. Mm-mm. No glumas. Glume. <laughs> Love that. I'm yeah, sorry. I read cute. so much sass in that. <laughs> Maybe because I added so much sass. Glume. Yeah. Okay. And then in my brain, it was just, she just said it like matter of factly. <laughs> Because I just could see her just sitting there listening and going, Glume. Yep. And I just had to. Queen and you were it like, out. you had to take oh, it all yes. queen. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I read that part through the book down, walked down the runway, walked down the hall. I was like, work. Um, uh, but we learned that uh, Dean Shadow was called the night of oh. Darlington's disappearance. Um, but they start talking about it, and he is saying that there must have been a portal there's some kind yeah because he disappeared right because even back in chapter nine i didn't say it but uh she's saying that she remembers darlington's feet (laughs) 
um like staring at his feet and then listening to him scream like as he like disappeared so dean shadow is like it's got to be a portal because of the way he disappeared right so and then where's the portal go right where it where did it go and you know where did it come from in typical male fashion we're gonna we gotta find someone to blame oh yeah it's alex's fault yeah Absolutely. Because he's blaming her for the Gluma. Yeah, just by being alive. If you coming, <laughs> asked it, for it. And because we brought you here, mm-hmm. you didn't know anything about us. And then we brought you here and now you brought this. Yep. And we care about you, though. We want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that just sounds like some white male bull. <laughs> just typicalness. Yeah. Um, but so she decides like she doesn't trust him at that point. So as she's writing the report, she's, like, leaving some stuff out. Yeah. And I'm glad. Like, I mean, it's it's exciting because it, like, builds up for, like, you know, we know there's more stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to know what happened to Darlington. So they're also going to do – they're going to try to bring Darlington back this upcoming Wednesday. (laughs) Mark it in your calendar. Please do. Yeah. (laughs) Put it in your Outlook calendar. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) <laughs> I'm about to say refreshments after <laughs> punch and pie <laughs> <laughs> business casual <laughs> um so yeah this upcoming wednesday they're doing a little i think they they are calling it a right i guess yeah who knows but bring a friend <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget to get your drink tickets at the door <laughs> um but she she's asking dawes like how do i talk to dead people Yes. Um, how do you talk to dead people? Because um, she notices out the window that the um, bridegroom, right? Yeah. It's just like pacing. And doesn't she do something to get his... Like, she knocks on the window. And that that's so crazy. And Dawes is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, girl. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to be personable with them. You're, you're not supposed to look them in the eye. You're not supposed to like talk to them. You're not supposed to name them. You're supposed to just like just understand that they're there and like you Ignore know put him. blinders on. Yeah. Um. But she's like, "How do I talk to a dead person?" Knock, knock, knock. Hey, dude, and like looks right at him. <laughs> yep. And then we end the. <laughs> That's where it ends. But it's it's definitely it's cool. It's exciting. It's weird. It's creepy. I'm. Ugh. But Alex, you gotta do it. You gotta do what you gotta do. And there was some sort of hint. I just remembered this. There was some sort of discussion that the bridegroom had done something terrible. That he's violent. Yeah. Like, I mean. He, he has he has committed some sort of violent act. Yes. It was um like, I think, yeah, he killed because the story that he's based around and why he's killed. It's um he killed his fiance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but Dawes also makes a, like a huge like it, it is a hint, but says you. You can't. You have to be very careful. He's violent. Yeah. And that's, I just think that's a very interesting word to describe. One, a person. You'd have to know. But also, like, a ghost. Like, you'd have to know that. Like, I mean, what kind of ghost is violent? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess the bridegroom. I guess. And did the, what happened? The Gluma just disappeared. That's right. Mm -hmm. Gluma ain't gone. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well. Ooh, I was back in the fold. I mean, I saw it. 
Okay, now I'm going crazy. I'm not going crazy. I know my husband's messing with me. And you know what we got to do real quickly? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it is someone's fantastic. We love this person so much. So much. So much. And we wouldn't be here without them. No, I wouldn't be doing barbecue on the street if it weren't for him. (laughs) So thank you to our lovely producer, my husband, (gasps) Chris. Yay! Happy Happy birthday. birthday. We're not going to sing happy birthday. (laughs) No, I mean. That's too much. Yeah, it'd be a lot for you guys, but happy birthday to Chris. Yes, happy birthday, Chris. And Give him shout outs. Please do. Bring it. Come on. <laughs> Yay. We love you. Yay. Um, okay. Well, that, I think I, I, I think I shared everything that I was really interested in. Yeah. Did you get it all? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, we will see you all next week. And don't forget, if you want, you can join our little um, discussion group on Fable, Lethe, and the Ancient Eight, and... We'll be back next week reading cha- the next three chapters, 12, 13, and 14. Can't wait. Woo. Let's do this. Okay. We love you all. We'll see you guys later. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, Brenda. Ah!